Welcome to Sis Internet Radio. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately called Sis, is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world where women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact. Join us as we live life with style, grace, and of course, much joy. Good evening, and welcome to your Sisters in Spirit broadcast for Thursday, April 4th, 2013. You're here with your hosts, Raisa, Darlene, Raisa Nazaire, and I'm Deborah Sky Samuels. Good evening, Darlene. How are you this evening? I am wonderful, Sky. How are you today? I'm doing very well and just really excited to um, be here and to have this show this evening. We're also um, joined here by our special guest. But let's talk about the topic. Our topic this evening is dream interpretation. What are your dreams trying to tell you? And our special guest this evening is a sister of Sisters in Spirit, Charlotte Spicer, professional dream analyst. Good evening, Charlotte. How are you? Good evening. I'm wonderful. Hi, Raisa. Hi, Charlotte. Thanks for joining us on the show. My pleasure. Yes, we're really excited to have you with us again. And um, we're getting ready to start our discussion, but before we really get into details, let me tell you a little bit more about our special guest. Charlotte is an intuitive who is highly skilled in clairvoyance, dream interpretation, and the analyzation and interpretation of energy. Charlotte teaches a course in miracles and is a certified Yoga Nidra Guided Meditation Facility Facilitator, sorry. She's also a conductor of workshops, classes, and she offers lectures on a variety of metaphysical topics with a focus on bringing peace into your life and releasing the past. Her guided meditation classes allow the participants to make changes at the core of their being. Charlotte believes that knowing what the future holds can be interesting and fun, but learning how the present manifested so that you can remove the blocks to happiness is infinitely more rewarding, and her goal is to help people change their lives. Charlotte believes that life doesn't have to be a painful mystery, and as her clients grow, so she grows as well. Again, welcome, Charlotte. We're happy to have you with us. Thank you so much. Okay, so, you know, people have some idea of what dreams are because we all have them. And there are various definitions. Some school of thoughts think that dreams are just these random occurrences that happen when we sleep. You know, it's a collection of images, thoughts, sounds, and voices. Uh, it could be something that happened during the day or something that's buried deep into your consciousness. Uh, it could be about people that you know, people that you've never heard of. And some people really think that it's just a random collection of occurrences that happens in your sleep. Or is that really true? So, Charlotte, would you start off by first telling us how you began your journey as um, an intuitive 
and what directed you into dream interpretation as one of your core skills? Okay. Well, uh, the dream interpretation was actually at the very beginning. I was a small child, and I remember the day uh, I was in kindergarten. I was around four and a half, five years old, and I was in the middle of a dream, and it was in black and white. And I remember hearing, like, the sound of fire, and I watched it all shift to color, bright, vivid color. And I was just very aware of what was happening because of, you know, the abilities that I have. It, it just all kicked in as a child. And I went to my mother, and I told her what happened. And, of course, she looked at me like I was crazy, and she's like, are you kidding me? I said, no, it, it all went to color. And, and she said, okay, well, that happens. You know, and she explained it as best she could. But that really intrigued me. So sleep time for me became fun time. And I would remember my dreams, and then I would start to gain in lucidity as I got older. And then the more confusing dreams, I realized that, well, this must mean something else. And fortunately, I had a teacher in high school who was into um, dreams and astrology and things of that nature. And I chatted with her a little bit. And that kind of got me going. But all the while, I was writing them down every day and finally accessed some books in bookstores where I got some information and took it from there. And since then, it's just been one of my favorite topics. Um, I think about it all the time. And people can really get a handle on what the symbology of their dreams are telling them about their thoughts, their feelings, and their lives. Um to the point where actually you can start to interpret daily events in your life as if it were a dream. And that's part of what I do in my classes. So I'm always in the mode of translating something, whether I'm awake or whether I'm asleep. So it's pretty interesting, but that's how it got started. Okay. Thank you. Now, would you share with us what your definition of a dream is? Um, You know, I, I just gave out some random um, definitions that were kind of like all over the place from what I've seen, what I've heard people talk about, what I've read. And can you give us your definition of dreams? I sure can. You know, many people um, many people do dream. A lot of them, uh, let me rephrase that. Everybody dreams. Um, there are a few that don't remember, but they do dream. Um, there's just a conscious awareness that they need to build in order to remember the images that they saw and bring that back to waking consciousness. Um, But dreams are definitely real in the real sense, you know, for lack of a better definition. They are real and they do mean something. A lot of people do say they don't mean anything, but I find that the people who say that just don't understand what they're about. So my definition of what a dream is, is a dream is a message from the subconscious mind to the conscious mind. It speaks to you in a specific language, and that language is symbology. It uses this in combination. There are symbols that are universal, and then there are symbols that are personal just to you so that you become the best interpreter of those symbols. And in these messages... The dreams tell you, okay, here's what's going on in your subconscious mind. Here's how you're reacting to it. And it generally points to a fear that we're harboring. And Mm -hmm. 
if we can learn to relinquish that fear, or it will point to forgiveness. I, I say that all things in life point to forgiveness. So if you look at the fear, address the fear, relinquish it, at the end of the dream, it generally tells you how things will be if you accomplish that, if you get the message of the dream. So in short, they're basically messages from the subconscious. And on the other side, because there are many different types of dreams, they can also be messages from the soul or directly from spirit. But they are messages. Okay. So they are messages, and you said that at the end of the dream, it typically tells you how things are going to work out if you heed or if you, you know, pay attention to the dream? Yes. In, in, some, in a specific type of dream that I'll, I'll talk about in a bit, um, at the end of a lot of dreams, there's a shift in the emotion, like something exciting or um, concerning might have happened in the dream, and yet the dreamer suddenly becomes calm. And that's that's where I go into, especially in a line-by-line. Line. Talking about it, I can synopsize and go into meaning. If I do a line-by-line line interpretation, no matter how short or long it is, I will take each sentence and break it down symbolically, even if it takes me three hours, because I can't mm-hmm. let it go until I bleed the energy dry. But I find in most of the interpretations that I do, the fear has been identified. Even if the dream doesn't tell you Here's what you have to do. It, it basically demonstrates let go, and then that it, it, it takes someone who can read the language to basically say, "Okay, here it is." So a little difficult to describe, but perhaps we can get an example of it somewhere in the show. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, is there an instance? I know you you kind of mentioned this, but is there an instance? where you would say that you do not dream? Is dreaming something that happens every night regardless, or is it something that, you know, happens randomly, intermittently when there's a message that you need to receive? I would say that there would be an instance where you do not dream, and that is when you do not get into the proper brainwave state, the REM mm. sleep, and you need those, The um, you start in the alpha and you have to go into the the, felt, um, the theta and the delta brainwaves. And that's basically where, where the heavier stuff happens. While you're asleep, um, the subconscious mind runs the body, keeps your heart beating, it keeps you breathing. Um, <clears throat> but people with sleep apnea, if they're not getting enough oxygen, if they're not getting the adequate sleep, the adequate brainwaves, they may not dream. Mm. Um, does that make sense? Yes. But for all intents and purposes, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And whether science tries to dispute what they are and where they come from, this whole process is a spiritual process, and it's geared towards our growth and self-understanding. It's just that some people don't remember, and and perhaps um, they can they can kind of try to train themselves, and I have helped tips to do that, but most people do remember a little bit of something and bring it back with them. So what helps people to remember their dreams? The best thing to do is focus your mind and state an intention, I want to remember my dream. This tells the subconscious mind what you want to work on. Mm. Then, does that make sense? 
Of course. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. almost as if saying I'm I'm going to go on a diet or making a resolution. I want to remember my dreams so that I can try to understand them. So you want to set an intention in your mind. Part and you would do this before you go to bed. You would do this at any point in the day. That that first step, setting the intention, okay. especially while you're awake. But prior to going to sleep, you want to meditate. And the reason you want to do this is to clear the day's events from your mind. You don't want to mm-hmm. go to sleep thinking about what the person at work said to you, thinking about tomorrow's shopping list. You don't want to go to sleep thinking about these things. You want to wipe the slate clean because you will have one of those types of dreams that is a release dream. What the release dreams do is sort out the day's events, and that's not a waste of time. That's just a normal process because that's what's in the database of your brain. So you want to meditate, get yourself into a nice, clear state, and then, again, do that subconscious programming state and intention that you will remember your dream and that you will write it down immediately upon awakening. And that's important because you're making a commitment there. Mm-hmm. So when you do wake up, you want to write down anything you remember. If it's not much, that's okay. You just keep working at this, and you will bring more and more information back with you, and you can write down more details. But you want to write it down, and you want to date it. So the best thing to do to be prepared, and this tells the universe this is what I'm doing, keep a journal or a recording device beside your bed. Um, I used to have fun with that because I talk in my sleep. When I get mm-hmm. I, I get really into a dream, I start talking in my sleep, and you can clearly hear the conversation. So I had fun with those voice-activated um, voice recorders to try <laughs> to hear what I was saying. And that's, and that's kind of fun, but make it fun. You want to be curious. You want to make it fun. And don't tell yourself this is too hard to do because it's not. It really isn't. But definitely keep a journal and a pen beside your bed. This shows your intention, and you're prepared for when you wake up. Date each entry and write down everything you can remember. People, places, things, colors, numbers, animals, feelings, vehicles, buildings. The more details, the better because you're training your brain to pay attention and to capture the information. A lot of this information is at a very high, subtle, energetic level, so it's difficult to bring it back down to this dense level. But this will help you do that, and that builds your lucidity. Um, Go over the dreams in your journal to see if there are any patterns emerging. And you notice as I go through these steps, you're basically focusing on this to the extent that you're telling your subconscious mind, I'm serious about this. Okay. Um, one fun thing to do is keep an eye on lunar cycles. We all have calendars where they show you the um, full moon, new moon, and the moon phases. It might be fun as you look at the dreams that you're having to see what kind of dreams you're having around the full moon because everything runs in cycles. So um, that would be something to do. Most important thing is have a peaceful environment to sleep in because outside influence can get in through the subconscious mind, which never goes to sleep. It is always taking in data through the five senses, and it continues to do that in your environment even while you're asleep. So you want to have a quiet space to sleep with as little noise disturbance as possible. Um, avoid spicy food. Alcohol will affect your sleep patterns and your, and your dreams. Um, excessive sweets will do the same thing, as will caffeine and, of course, 
medicines or narcotics. Um, some medications can really cause strange dreams that really don't connect to make a story. Um, natural hormonal changes and pregnancy can do the same thing. Um, but I also like to tell people, be sure, because this is it's, it's an internal disturbance, but it really is an external disturbance. Be sure to empty your bladder completely before going to bed, because many of us have had those dreams where we think we have to go to the bathroom, but manage to wake up in time and say, oh, no, this is real. <laughs> but those are the major tips for remembering your dreams. You want to prepare. You want to set your intention. And uh, when you wake up, write it down immediately, write the date, and keep your focus on it. Best thing to do. Uh, does the time of night that you have a dream have any impact on the dream or special meeting, like, let's say, one hour in, two hours in, seven hours in? No, it depends on, I would say that, you know, what needs to happen for you will happen. Um it doesn't have to happen at night. Many people work a night shift and sleep during the day. It depends on how long it takes you, the individual, to get to that REM sleep and into those theta and delta brainwaves. So if, okay, if all of us listening go to bed at 10 o'clock and we're asleep, generally there's something happening throughout the night. But between the hours of 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. is when the most, impactful teaching dreams happen, they're the most vivid and sometimes the most shocking, and that's what you remember when you wake up. A lot of what we experience in the sleep state we don't remember because it is a spiritual experience. While the body is asleep and those beneficial hormones are being secreted into the body to heal and replenish the body, you're actually, your spirit is not in your body. That might be a little shocking to most people, but your spirit actually leaves your body, and when you're dreaming, you're not in your body. And that is my personal experience. So it doesn't matter how long you've been asleep or what time of night it is. If you do sleep when it's dark out, you'll generally have those dreams, the teaching dreams, between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. So, Charlotte, you mentioned um, releasing dreams, and um, I think, well, before we started the show, we were just chit-chatting, and I mentioned to um, Raisa that um, I used to be a very active dreamer, but recently I was not having dreams. And um, she mentioned that you're probably having them, you don't remember them. So you were talking about how... Um, okay, I'm losing this train of thought here, but how your sleep is related to the quality of the dream and setting the stage with the meditation. So could the release, are are releasing dreams ones that you won't remember or will you remember those? Because I'm just trying to get to the root of, you know, why is it that I used to be a very active dreamer and I could remember my dreams down to the detail. And just lately, and I really don't know when this started, I have not been dreaming. One, I think it could be because um, of being excessively tired when I go to bed. But uh-huh. just wondering, would you have release dreams, and if, would those release dreams be the ones that you don't remember? 
actually what you're asking me is two different questions in the same okay. question. So I'll break <laughs> it down. Okay. The release dreams are a type of dream that you have. The fact mm-hmm. that you were an, an active dreamer and remembering and bringing back a lot with you, and that has changed, shows that there's a change in your thought processes. And if, if I can be honest, it sounds to me like you don't want to know. You've got. It sounds to me like you've got a lot on your plate, and there are things you're dealing with, and you can only deal with it in small doses. So it says if your subconscious mind knows this, of course it does, and says, well, I'm not going to hit her with too much vivid stuff. You're definitely dreaming, I would say that. But, yes, the level of exhaustion that you're experiencing, emotional stress, and um, day-to-day obligations, when you go to bed, you might be saying to yourself, I just want to get away from this. And and that is not the open posture of setting an intention, saying, oh, I'm going to remember my dreams. There's some kind of conflict in what you want to know and the answer that you think you might get. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it, it does. Because I, okay. I, I was such an active dreamer that I could, if, if I was in a really good dream and I woke up, I would uh-huh. go back and finish that dream. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's extremely lucid. Yeah. Um, but the, the release dreams, uh, to, to finalize my explanation, the release dreams aren't going to be very impressive because they're basically telling you something you already know. Right. You know, you know that you had a busy day at work. You know that your child upset you. You know. So the release dreams take the the clog memories of your mind and kind of say, we don't need this, we don't need this, we don't need this. Mm-hmm. Once it clears that out, then it can move on to a dream that would be a problem-solving dream or a precognitive dream if you need to have one of those, which is a um, message from spirit. But there mm-hmm. are different types of dreams. Would you like me to go through those? Yes, yes. please. Okay. So we've covered the first, which is the release dreams. Um, like I said, the subconscious mind collects data throughout the day through the five senses and records your thoughts and emotions and then clears them out for you. But meditating before you go to bed would eliminate the need for a dream like that. It's basically a release of energy that's bouncing around inside you. Okay? Mm-hmm. It just clears the, It's a decluttering mechanism that clears the mind of mental chatter, emotions, and irrational concerns. It's very important to do our spiritual work at night um, because we're the ego is out of the way. The ego exists in the body. If the body goes to sleep, the ego is now out of the way. That leaves your spirit and your superconscious mind and your subconscious mind to now work with you and say, okay, here's how you're doing, here's what you need to do, or here's what you need to stop doing or stop worrying about, or here's the fear you need to relinquish. And that would happen in a teaching dream. The teaching dreams are the ones we remember the most. These are the ones that happen between 3 and 5 a.m. We generally have at least one of these per night. And these are the ones that really make you sit up and scratch your head and say, what was that? It will contain shocking images. And the reason it does this is to get your attention to help you remember because it's easier to remember a shocking image where if you saw something violent or something personally offensive, 
uh, or something disgusting. If you were to see something like that, you'll remember that much more quickly than you would a pleasant scenario like a rainbow. It doesn't jog your senses. It's just something that you resonate peacefully with. But when we are shocked, we're going to bring that back with us. And our minds are going to say, what was that about? What was that about? We just need the tools and how to interpret that. Okay? Um, Teaching dreams. They generally begin in a house or a car, or at least they have something to do with a house or a car, where you may find yourself wandering a dark street and you cannot find your house or you cannot find your car. Or you can be in another building, like a hotel, or a large building like a warehouse, grocery stores, malls, all of these buildings represent something. But if you're in a house, it represents you. If you're in a car, it represents your motivation and you're kind of like your driving force in your daily life. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. To go quickly over a few different types and then what I want to focus on in this broadcast is the teaching dreams. And that's where the meat is. But we do have dreams that offer solutions. We all know the story about Thomas Edison trying to invent the light bulb, and he got the answer from a dream. Mm. It was it Thomas Edison? Whoever it was, when we have a problem, we can say, I, I need to have a dream that offers me the solution to this problem, basically stating an intention and asking for the answer. And often those dreams come to you and say, don't sell the house or whatever the question is. There are precognitives. This happens on a psychic level. Um, when you wake up from a precognitive dream, um, it's got a different feeling to it. And the more you have, the more you learn to recognize how they feel. But you'll notice a feeling of certainty and confidence and knowing that you've just learned something that you really didn't know in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like you could dream about someone that you normally don't think about. And you'll say, well, why would I have dreamt about that person? And you just know. There, there is just a, such a level of knowing. Um, but these dreams can give you information about your own future or what's presently happening with someone you know. For instance, um, many years ago, I had a dream of I had a friend who got married, and I liked his wife a lot. I didn't talk to her very often, but she was a very sweet girl. So I didn't have a close association with her, but I had a dream. I went to a baby shower. And when next time I saw him, I said, I had a strange thing. I had a dream that I went to a baby shower for Michelle. Isn't that weird? He goes, no, 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 she's pregnant. She just hasn't told anybody yet. I said, how pregnant is she? He said, only about five weeks. I said, oh, okay. So that was a cognitive dream, giving you information about someone else. So, And then we have prophetic. Um, these happen from soul level. These are messages to the dreamer from either higher beings, such as God or other religious deities, they can come from angels, spirit guides, but they have a very profound impact. This is where you generally have this an experience. It's more of an experience than a dream. It's and they generally contain a fantastic vision. Um, a lot of people mention seeing the sky and golden light and beautiful things like that. But it's never about the mundane events of the day. Uh, they they possess the feeling that you're in the presence of something greater than yourself a sense of power, a powerful force, and they generally ease your fears. You generally wake up feeling better. So that's a prophetic dream. Outside interference is self-explanatory. TV, movies, radio, 
sirens, household noises such as telephones, vacuum cleaners, the children, alarm clocks, all of that can just be outside interference, but they find their way into your subconscious mind and get into your dream. So if you have, for instance, an alarm clock that plays music, if you're really tired and don't want to wake up, next thing you could be in the middle of a dream, but then you find yourself dancing to the song, and when you wake up, you realize that's the song that was being played. So that that can happen in an outside interference dream. Mm, okay. But, but the teaching dreams are the ones who have the message that says, this is what you need to know. The hard part is interpreting the language. Symbology is always is always going to represent something, either an aspect of yourself or your feelings or your fears, like I said before. These dreams generally come in three parts. In the beginning of a teaching dream, again, either a house or a car. Let's go with that. There are other possibilities. Um, but sometimes it's very flimsy and you don't remember, but they generally begin in a house or a car. In the beginning... It illustrates how you're reacting to your situation or whatever issue you're going through in your life, how you're responding to it, how you're processing that life scenario. It also generally points to a specific fear that may or may not be in the conscious awareness of the dreamer. You would know if you're aware of it if there's daylight in the dream. If it's dark, you're not aware of it. If you're dreaming of a person you don't recognize, that is an aspect of yourself that you also do not recognize or are trying to deny. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. The middle of the dream offers a storyline or a pictorial of the thought patterns and emotions that are governing events and your behavior in your life. And then at the very end of the dream, it generally shows how the situation will turn out if you let go of your fears and trust that your life lessons are for your highest good. Um that generally comes in an, in an in-depth interpretation. But these are the dreams we want to focus on. It's wow, that's, everybody call it. that's pretty intense there. So mm-hmm. we talked about the um, the three types of dreams. or You mentioned three types of dreams. Can you mention the names of them again? The different types are release, yes. problem-solving, precognitive, Prophetic, outside interference, and teaching. Okay. Thank you. But the teaching dreams are where the meat is. Yes, that's it. Okay. And the precognizant one, Mm -hmm. that's the one I didn't catch or didn't... what What is that one again? That's a dream where you would get information either about your future or about someone else. Okay. That's the one. And that was the one that you were giving the pregnancy story about. Yes. I didn't know okay. she was pregnant. She was only five weeks, but I had a dream I went to a baby shower for her. So those are kind of like visions while you sleep because you're seeing something pretty much before it happens or or being made aware of something that's happening? Yes. Okay. It's 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 futuristic and it, and it has truth based in reality. Okay. Hmm. I want to take a sample dream from a caller or and do an sure. interpretation. Okay. So if you're on the line and you would like to have a dream interpreted by Charlotte, and especially if it falls along the lines of what she described as a teaching dream, please let us know. 
So I have a question. In the meantime, how do you know which is real, the waking or the sleeping dream? The waking dream, such as going through life in our little illusion illusion of a planet, is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. Well, I would say I would say this. I I would think that you know the three of us certainly and everyone listening, um, having an interest in this topic, certainly has information or awareness that this world is an illusion. And what makes it so difficult is we think it's real. But if we take a step back and with detached awareness and look at the illusion, we find that the things that are really real are the things that cannot change. They are not subject to change. Love, forgiveness, joy, compassion. That's, those are the most real things about this world. Everything else is subject to change. And it falls under this, the umbrella of illusion. When you're asleep and you're dreaming, it's helping you filter through the illusion. And the, and the fears that are triggered because of it and trying to show you that those the things that are real, it's going to take you back to forgiveness. It's going to take you back to love. So you'll see more reality in a dream while you're sleeping than we perceive while we're awake in the situations that we find ourselves in. Does that make sense? It makes sense because you're not limiting yourself, and as you said earlier, the ego is out of the way. Mhm. 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 When you're when you're awake, you're perceiving, like you said, through the ego, and it's very limiting. When you're asleep, you're perceiving through the eyes of spirit. Mm. So it's actually a more rewarding platform, but it's there to help us understand our life experiences and it's really geared towards our personal growth. That's what it's for. Well, that's um, good to know. And mm-hmm. while um, our callers are deciding if they want to uh, share their dreams, I'd like to ask you, Charlotte, if you would let us know what's going on with you and share your contact information with us. If, do you have some new projects going on? Uh, what's going on um, um, business-wise, life-wise, anything that you'd like to share with us this evening? I Yes, I would like to share. I do have a new project, and I am so excited about it. I was so inspired when you invited me on to your show in September, and I had an epiphany. I, I, you know, I enjoyed myself. It was wonderful. I enjoyed myself at the symposium. But I had this epiphany, and I said, why don't you start your own show? Because mm-hmm. I spend so much time on the telephone with the clients and giving readings and talking about dreams and everything that I do, I would be able to help so many more people in one hour on a radio show than I do one hour at a time with each individual. So I started putting things into place for my own radio show, which I hope to launch in a couple of weeks. And you were the inspiration for that. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Well, you know what? We're just so excited for you. That's that's really exciting. So congratulations, yeah. and definitely be sure to let us know the launch date so we can participate and we can also share it with our listeners as well. 
Yes, and I'd and like I, to, I, I, um, before we get into your contact information, I'd just like to let our oh. new listeners who have joined know that we are talking about dream interpretations. And uh, Charlotte just asked if any of our audience would like to have a dream that they'd like to share and have some interpretation done, to please let us know. So just press 1 so that uh, we can see that you would like to ask a question. So, um Charlotte, please go on and give us your contact information, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Okay. Um, well, I started a new email address associated with the show, and that will be spiritualinsightsradio at gmail.com. You can call me in my office at 407-730-7376. You can find me on my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights. Um, I also... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the format because in addition to doing segments on dream interpretation, I will be doing um, the guided meditation. I will be doing a psychic hour free-for-all where any topic that anybody wants to bring up is open, whether it's uh, past lives, chakras, crystals, anything. We can we can talk about that. That's our little metaphysical hour. And then I'll also be doing, of course, the miracles, but I'll be doing it classroom style so that there will be handouts and anybody who wants to participate in the exercises can do so. So it'll be from Tuesday to Friday. I will have a segment every night at 7 p.m. So that'll be fun. But if anybody wants to get in touch with me, they can um, call me at that number, the 407-730-7376, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. I know a lot of... The, one of the tough things about dream interpretation is a, a, the most perplexing dreams are extremely embarrassing. A lot of times they can have a scene in it that is sexual or there are dreams where people are in a bathroom and it gets kind of messy and they're upsetting. But what I want to tell everybody is any symbol in a dream, any scenario actually has a positive message. It's shocking just to get your attention. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. But they're all they're all different types of dreams. You know, we do have um, we can build up sexual energy, and we can have a sexual dream to deplete that energy. That's fine. Um, but uh, you know, there are other different types, such as nightmares, recurring dreams, um, natural disasters. Um, one of the most intriguing natural na- natural disasters is the uh, tornado. And I have about 200 emails in my email box right now on that one topic because it's so frightening when you have it, but you don't understand. And basically what a tornado dream is telling you is that it it represents fear of separation from family. And it can depict someone in the household um, who is causing problems and the dreamer is afraid to address it for fear of further emotional distance from the person. For instance, you can have a teenager in the house and you could be hesitant to enforce discipline on the teenager because you're afraid they'll run away or become more emotionally distant. It could also represent someone in the household with a fiery temper or a disruptive personality, someone who perhaps um, drinks a lot or takes drugs, and their behavior disrupts the household. So the dreamer finds themselves doing everything they can to maintain some type of peace. Um, so I get a lot of questions about the tornado dreams. That's a huge one. But we also have flying dreams, and these are basically out-of-body experiences. You know you're you know you're asleep. You know you're dreaming, and you realize 
I'm not in my body, and you take advantage of the opportunity to have some fun, basically. Okay. Well, thank you, Charlotte. Um, we're going to open the line, and callers, I'm going to bring you into the conversation by saying the last four digits of your phone number. Caller 7913, um, welcome to the show. Did you have a question or a comment for Charlotte? Please give us your name and um, let us know your question or comment. Hi, this is Jackie. Hi, Hi Jackie. Jackie. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Thank you for calling in. Oh, well, thanks. I actually have a dream that, um, if, you know, if I could get interpreted. Okay. Uh, sure, sure, Jackie. Go ahead. So um, it kind of reminds me of, like, a fairy tale, but it was me in the woods, and I'm, like, spinning around, and then spinning to one side, there's, like, a family of um, all of the same type of an animal, say, I don't know, birds, but they were, like, um, in the same family, but all different sizes and ages, and then I would okay. um, when I would, when I would spin around again, it would be a different um, animal, but the whole family. And it was just like a really weird um, thing because, uh, of course, I love animals, and um, I have two greyhounds that are in spirit, and I miss them terribly. Um, but the, every time, like I turned, it would be like a different animal and various ages of the, the same animal. Okay, and one of the families would have been bird. Um, I can't remember exactly like what the um, animals were, but they were animals that would be like in a in a forest. Okay. Well, I, I like this dream. Basically, what it's telling you, you're in the woods, and woods is about spiritual growth. You have the trees that are growing tall towards the sky. Uh huh. So trees are actually, you know, reaching for spirits. So that's about higher intellect and growth strength because of the wood, depending on the type of tree. You know, wood is strength. So it's showing you you do have strength. You do have strength. You're spinning, which might indicate that you are trying to go with the flow of your life. Yeah. And a family of animals, so there is indication that there is something about your family. Where Do you have children? I can't. Okay. In your day-to-day life. I feel like my dogs are my children. Got you, got you. But with the different families of animals, Mm -hmm. you're, um, and it could represent the the two that are in spirit, but with a family of animals, that's key to family. It could be your feelings about family, about having family, or about not having family. But mm-hmm. it feels to me when you describe the dream that as you turn and you see them all different shapes and sizes, um, all different ages, you said, mm-hmm. it's it's an indication that you have to relax on the idea that it's not everything set, everything evolves and changes. And if you were to, it feels to me like you relate better to animals because of some conflicts with relationships. Like there's, it, it's basically yep. telling you love is love. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. <laughs> and, you, and you keep the animals to keep you safe. But the but the animals in your dream are helping you understand 
it, it's almost the same type of relationship. You have to give that trust, and you have to, you know, let nature take its course in any kind of relationship, whether it comes to family, your circle of friends, mm-hmm. you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to tell us what's what's going on if it's private, but if if there's something that you could share that shows the correlation between what happened in your dream and what's really going on in your mind, that would well, be I, helpful to the listeners. Okay, so I'm having a lot of stress at work right now, and it's a new, it's a relatively new job. It's I've been there less than a year. I was out of work for a year before I found this mm. job. Um, mm-hmm. Was kind of like. Um, you, you know, put under a lot of pressure. It's a sales position, so you know, okay. you have to perform. And um, I wasn't coming up with the numbers. Also, my dad is in a nursing home, and um, so you know, I mean, the family is. Uh, it seems like when we see each other, we see each other at the nursing home. I mean, I don't know if that has, you know, anything to do with. Like the family of um, the well, different ages. Your, your, the landscape of your family is changing because your dad is getting older. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, interesting. But it's interesting so, the way you know what's happening in our lives and the way the dream shows you. You know, you're in the woods. It's about strength. It's about nature and trust, and letting nature take its course. And that's what's happening with your dad. And, and but I was like happy, like when I would see the animals, I would look, I was looking down and I saw them all, and it was like, oh my gosh, like how adorable! Like I remember, mm-hmm. like feeling happy. It wasn't a sad thing. Yes, you felt joy and you felt happiness. Yes, and that that's going to serve as a reminder that with your father being at the end, the end phase of his life, mm-hmm. that's where you want to go back to. You don't want to. You don't want it to be this sad, terrible thing for your dad. He's going to a wonderful place. And mm-hmm. you remember, at some deep recess of your mind, you remember where he's going. And you you get to experience experience that through your animals. You, with your animals, that's how you experience God. That's for you personally. That's how you get that spiritual nourishment is with your animals. But when it's time for your father to go, you want to go back to that place of peace and know that he's okay. And that's where the strength of being in the woods comes in. Okay. And letting nature take its course. Does that help? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Wonderful. You're so welcome. Thank you All for right. joining us. Because um, I actually looked it up in, in, in online, and it, it wasn't favorable, like the stuff that I found about animals in your dreams. And I was like, it mm. has to be favorable because I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. I'll have books that I'm recommending, and actually I typed up a lot of the notes, and I'll share that just before we sign off. I'll tell you where you can find that, okay? And I have some information in there. Okay, great. All right, Jackie, thank you. Thank you, Jackie. All right, have a good night. You too. Thanks. Charlotte, I wanted to go back to um, the comment you made briefly about nightmares. Well, Well, first, you were talking about different types of dreams, different themes like the tornadoes, um, flying. Mm-hmm. What about running? When you experience a dream where you're just running through the entire dream, is that one of those theme-type dreams? Uh, yes. I think uh, what you're referring to is 
basically either chasing after something or you're being chased. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a chase, but there's really nobody there, but you're just running. And I used right. to equate having, and I've had this dream many, many times, where you're just constantly running, you're jumping over fences, you're running across the roofs of houses, just running and leaping from one place to the other. Uh, it's not necessarily that someone is chasing you, but the type of running you're doing would be like if someone was chasing you or something. And it's okay. just running up trees, jumping Flying is not really flying, but running and jumping. It's a lot of that. I used to equate it with having um, spicy foods kind of late in the day or before the end of, um, you know, not too too close to bedtime, but late in the day. And um, but I don't I don't know if that could be you know the cause of it, but that was a reoccurring dream for me for a very very long time, just running. No, that for that type of dream, you know, if you're running up trees and across roofs. Mm-hmm. That just tells me you're extremely ambitious and you just like to run like headlong into the future, like I want to accomplish this, I want to do that. That just it just describes your personality. And it actually sounds more of do you remember when I said um uh the flying dream? Uh huh. I think I think it's more for you like a flying dream where it's this um a time for you to really be in your spirit. And running is your favorite mode of travel. I mean, there might be times where you say, oh, I think if I jump high enough, I can fly. Mm. And you might make use of that. But your preferred method of travel is running, even if you're jumping and running over rooftops and, cl- and running up a tree, because for some reason that speaks to your soul, and you enjoy it. That sounds kind of fun, actually. Sometimes I, I, I find myself a lot on roller skates, and I say, why am I doing this? Why don't I just fly? I like to fly. Mm, okay. And in this lifetime, I like anything with wings, from butterflies to airplanes. <laughs> doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a lot of time, but we do have another call in the chat room. I'm going to read for Laura. Absolutely. Okay. My dream is about me going down in a basement. The basement is completely dark, yet I know where I'm going. I'm not struggling or bumping into anything. It's I'm lost. It's as if I am knowledgeable of where I am going. There are several levels I go down, and finally I get into a door, and I open it, and it's a beach, and a beach is on the other side. There is a huge white building on the beach. That's it. That's it? Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't have a lot of time, do we? Okay. Very quickly, yeah. the house. The house. This is what is her name, Linda. Uh, it looks like a Laura Everness. Oh, Laura. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak directly to Laura here. Laura, uh, the the house oh, represents no. you, and and the the different rooms in the house represent represent a different aspect uh, of your psyche. For instance, the kitchen represents nurturing. The living room represents um, daily life. The basement would represent the subconscious mind. And in some cases, some people want to say that it's, um, it could be sexual in nature, but I disagree. Um, this is more in the subconscious mind. It is dark. So there are things in your mind that are coming into awareness. You have knowledge where you're going, but with the darkness, there's um, a lack of knowledge or a lack of insight into perhaps why you're doing what you're doing. Um, you go down several levels, so you're kind of digging deeper and deeper into the subconscious and trying to figure this out. So this shows um, at least a willingness 
to get to know yourself well enough to figure this out. To wind up on the beach, the beach represents time, transitions, um, and you find a white building. And that tells me that is your potential for success. Um, Whatever the scenario is that you are um, kind of suppressing in your mind, it feels like, to me, it feels like um, a career situation. But the white building and the large white building shows you your potential and the white is spirit. So this, what you're going through right now, this is not a lot of detail to work with, but what you're going through right now will lead you keep doing what you're doing and you will be successful at whatever the scenario is. I hope that's helpful. And this was out of the chat screen. This was typed. Yes, Charlotte. It came from the chat room. Got you. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And thank you uh, for uh, sharing your dream with us. Um, I'd like to um, ask you again, Charlotte, if you would share your upcoming events and your contact information with our audience. Yes. yes. Actually, I can. Uh, I want to share one thing, and that has everything in the document. If everyone listening goes to the Sisters in Spirit page on blogtalkradio.com, you see, the, you see my picture, that's me, and then as you scroll down in the description, at the bottom it says, to find out more about Charlotte, click here. If you do click there, that will take you directly to my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights. At the very top of the page is a post. I typed up a lot of, I knew I wasn't going to get to a lot of it, but I I did want to touch on some things. But I typed up six pages of notes for you, helpful hints, books that I recommend. Um, I had mentioned uh, to Jackie, um, Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. Go get it. It's wonderful, and it does talk about dreams. Um, but go to my Facebook page, click on this link, and it will take you right to that document, and you can download it for your own use. And at the very bottom is all my contact information. If you have any questions about anything I said tonight, I know a lot of dreams are very private, so if you didn't feel up to calling, that's okay. But you can call me or email me. All my contact information is there, and I would love to hear from you. There you go. Okay, thank you, Charlotte. And would you just tell them your um, email and your phone number so that um, if someone's not able to get there, they'll have it? Good idea. Email address is spiritualinsightsradio at gmail.com. Uh, my Facebook page on uh, on Facebook is Spiritual Insights. If you do a search on that, go to the, about the third one down. There's one that it's not a positive page, but mine has a white dove on a black background. And my phone number is 407-730-7376. I live in Florida. I am on Eastern Time. Okay. Awesome. Now, as we kind of wind down, can you tell me diff- um, quickly the difference between a dream and a nightmare, or is a nightmare a dream? A nightmare is a type of dream. What it's trying okay. to get you to sit up and notice is what you're afraid of. Um, they're the subconscious mind's way of pointing out fears that are either irrational, exaggerated, or suppressed and not being dealt with. So if there's something you're suppressing, such as um, uh, you could be in a situation, say you're in a relationship with an abusive person, and you know you need to get out of it. There will be a recurring theme of a nightmare saying, get out, get out, get out, or pointing out to you why you're afraid. And... Children sometimes have nightmares because they're misperceiving something incorrectly and they think there's a monster 
in their dream, but it's really just a, a fear. And so okay. that's what nightmares do. They try to point out to you your fears and get you to face them to release them. That's basically their function. Okay. Thank you. And just to let our audience know that we've been here talking with Charlotte Spicer, professional dream analyst and intuitive. And um, Charlotte is a sister of Sisters in Spirit, so um, be sure to go to our blog talk page and click on the little link that says to find out more information about Charlotte. And she has a wealth of information dealing with tonight's topic available for you. Raisa, did you have um, any comments that you'd like to make as we wind down? Yes, I would like to ask listeners to tune in to us, not just when we're on Internet radio on Thursday evenings. We'd love to have you join us this Internet radio shows. But we also would like you have to have you visit our blog page at www.fluidmagazine.com to comment, check out all of the articles that are there. There's a myriad of information, so... <clears throat> Stay tuned on the air and off the air with us. Thank you. And I'd just like to remind everybody or to let you know that uh, we are getting ready to host another uh, in our series of CIS networking events here in Washington, D.C. So mark your calendar for May 11th, the Thurgood Marshall Center, 1816 12th Street, and we will have Sherelle Martin on hand to talk about business Finances. We are hosting a business financial boot camp, and we'll talk about finance basics that every business owner should know. And you know that we like to end our show with a quote. So, Charlotte, do you have a quote you'd like to share with us? It would be something from you or a favorite person that you'd like to leave with our audience. I have a quote from Ted Andrews about dreams. I have it here somewhere. No, I don't see. Well, if it's something that you'd like to share of your own, please feel free to do that. Okay, I wasn't quite prepared for this. (laughs) Um, I have one. In the meantime, okay, right. That would be great. Thank you. Jump right in. (laughs) From Destiny quotes, and it says, "Dreams are like stars. You may never touch them, but if you follow them, they will lead you to your destiny." Oh, nice. And I have one that I like to share. It says, very often dreams speak to us in specific detail. They show us what we need to do now to heal ourselves or better our lives. I'm Harold Klimp. And Charlotte, we just asked you to share some parting words with our listeners. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. I know this is a lot of information. Um, I, I have a difficult time keeping things very simple and concise because there's so much to share, but I appreciate you trying to um, assimilate all this information, and I appreciate you joining us for this topic, and I do hope to hear from everybody, and we are going to be sister stations on the radio, so I'll be um, talking about you guys a lot on my show, of course. Yes, and we will be sharing information about your shows as well. So we look forward to that, and thank you again, Charlotte, for being with us. We'd like to thank our listeners and our audience for being with us, and continue to um, visit us at www.sisters-in-spirit.net. Thank you for being with us this evening, and we would like to say good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. 
You've been listening to This Internet Radio. Until the next time, enjoy the fluid flow of life by remembering to infuse harmony into your everyday living.